the book of Exodus, chapter 12 and verse 26. Then Moses said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. With that verse in mind, Francis Havagale, he wrote, Not for weight of glory, not for crown and palm. Enter we the army, raise the warrior's psalm. But for love that claimeth, lives for whom he died. He whom Jesus nameth must be on his side. By thy love constraining, by thy grace divine, we are on the Lord's side. Savior, we art thine. We are looking at Hebrews chapter 11 and we're looking at verse 32 where there is one of the heroes of the fate that we will now continue to share. In verse 32 he says of Hebrews 11, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophet. It is the man Jephthah we are looking at. Judges chapter 11, the scripture says, Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor and he was the son of an harlot and Gilead begat Jephthah. And Gilead's wife bare him sons, and his wife's sons grew up, and they thrust out Jephthah, and said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit our father's house, for thou art the son of a strange woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brethren, and dwelt in the land of Tob. And there was gathering vain men to Jephthah, and went out with him. After leaving the only home he knew, he found himself associated with the wrong crowd, wrong friends. He became a leader of a gang. Of course, being a leader of a gang, you would know that he became a gangster. Young people will always be put to the test when they leave home and go out in the world. If young people ever leave home without Jesus going along with them, it will spell trouble. In Luke chapter 15 and verse 13, the scripture tells us, and not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there he wasted his substance with righteous living. Leaving home will reveal to the world who you are and it will test what you do and why you did it. Hebrews 13 verse 5 and 6 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do to me. I want to say I thank God 
that I am a child of God. And for being his child, he is with me. If you are a child of God, I want to remind you today that the Lord is with you. And when God is with you, there is no reason for fear when the Lord, your helper, is there. Israel was threatened with war. And Jephthah, of all persons, was sent for to be the leader of this battle. I have noticed that when his brothers had things going good, there seemed to be no need to call upon Jephthah. They threw him out of their father's house. Now they are calling upon him. Why? Because they need someone, someone they can trust to lead Israel's army in battle. So in verse 4 and onward, the scripture says, And it came to pass in the process of time that the children of Ammon made war against Israel. Israel was already experiencing the enemy at war with them. And it was so, verse 5, that when the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to fetch Jephthah out of the land of Tob. Why would they go for Jephthah? Jephthah, no doubt, was not afraid of war. He was a man of valor, which means that he was a man of great courage on the front line, in the face of danger, or on the battlefield. Verse 6 says, And they said unto Jephthah, Come and be our captain, that we might fight with the children of Ammon. Here it is. They found him and inviting him to come to lead the, the, the army of Israel to fight against the children of Ammon. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Israel, Did not ye hate me and expel me out of my father's house? And why are ye come unto me now when ye are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, Therefore we turn again to thee now, that thou mayest go with us and fight against the children of Ammon, and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. When God is ready to promote you, nothing and no one can prevent you from your blessing or promotion. When it is your turn and it is God's will, nothing will stop you. So after inviting Jephthah to come, Jephthah agreed to be their captain. So we continue reading. And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, Therefore we turn again to thee now, that thou must go with us and fight against the children of Ammon, and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilead, If ye bring me home again to fight against the children of Ammon, and the Lord deliver them before me, shall I be your head? It is the first time that Jephthah is making mention of God. And he, he, he recognized that if he's going to win this battle, it would have to be God. 
So he's asking them, will I be the head when I reach, when I finish the battle? And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, the Lord be witness between us. Notice who they are calling for a witness. If we do not so according to thy words, then Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead and the people made him head and captain over them. And Jephthah uttered all his words before the Lord in Mizpah. Hmm. At the close of verse 11, this is the first time Jephthah mentioned anything about God. Jephthah confirmed the agreement in a solemn public meeting with prayer, calling upon God to be his witness. And verse 10 and verse 11, the Bible said, And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, The Lord be witness between us, if we do not so according to thy word. And Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and captain over them. And Jephthah uttered all his words before the Lord and Mizpah. Certainly, when we continue to read, we will find it very interesting. Don't miss tomorrow morning. Something very interesting that Jephthah did that we would need to pay attention to and see how he did it and how he fulfilled it. And when we read this and understand this, then we will be able to understand why we are looking at this man and referring to this devotion as the commitment of faith. This man made a commitment that caused me to label that as a commitment of faith. Now, many of us, we make commitments. Do we really adhere to them? Do we really carry them out? But here is a man who made a commitment and we would see what the scripture said, even though it cost him so much, we would see what he did. And we would check ourselves and see how we are with our commitments. Father, in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I am committed, dear God, to serve you. And I pray that as Jephthah made this commitment and called you to witness in his prayer, Lord, how he fulfilled his commitment, that each and every one of us that are called by your name shall, O oh God, fulfill the commitments that we have made, especially unto you. Be with us throughout this day. Meet the needs of your people. Keep us safe. Navigate us, oh God, through these trying times. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you and do have yourselves a wonderful day.